Hello, hello. Welcome back to Positive Moments with an Educator. And I am excited about this episode because this episode is something that I have had requests for for so long. Um, It became a request a while back, but I just continued to do my guest. But I'm excited about this episode because this episode is speaking in reference to what I have become outside of an educator. And that is an author and best-selling author at that. And I've had so many inquiries about what my journey has been um, with expanding myself from just being an educator to becoming an author. And I thought, well, hey, let me just talk about it. Let me just speak on it for a second and give an insight and dump it all in one place so everybody can get those answers that they have been wanting to know for so long. So I normally have a guest. I normally have my friends. I normally have my sister girls come on and chat with me. But today you just have Cherie and we're going to talk about what it feels like, what it's like to move from being an educator to becoming an author. And when I say becoming, because I'm still becoming an author, as there are many different areas that I still would like to impact with my writing and I would still like to impact with my influence. But the very first question that I received when I became an author was, how in the world and why in the world did you become an author? <laughs> and I ask myself some of that, some of that sometimes as well, because the journey of an author is not easy. A journey of author requires discipline and dedication, and it requires for you to hold that spot of who you have become in your heart and never forget it. So it's not something that is easy. But why did I become? I mean, it's a simple, simple answer for me. Because I saw a need. And as an educator, that is what we look for. We look for things that need change, need shifting, or need impact or influence. And so when I saw what I would like to impact and influence, I just began to act on it. It all started with a conversation with my student that was reading a book. And she simply said, Miss Bamster, this person does not look like me. And I couldn't lie. I couldn't tell a story. And I looked at the baby and I said, you know what, girl? And <laughs> They do not. And when I said that, in my mind, I instantly was like, well, how can I fix this? Because as educators, we're always solution driven. We're always solution um, oriented when it comes to being in our classrooms and when it comes to finding different ways to be who we need to be to our students. So it just clicked. It just went right to like, okay, what can I do? What what can I do different? And so the first thing that came to my mind was I need to find how I can bring characters that are inside of books and literacy moments that look like my black and brown babies because there were literally no textbooks. There were literally no model texts that I use for my curriculum that really encompassed our black and brown culturally driven different students like I just I didn't see any of it and it hurt my heart because I really didn't recognize it until it was brought to my attention by this sweet baby that was sitting here reading a book at my table for guided reading and with that brought to my attention I went into motion and I instantly tried to figure out how I could solve this problem so the first thing came was find out how I can get characters inside of books And we know that that's not an easy process of trying to put your characters in somebody else's books. 
So I moved to, well, hey, I might as well just write a book. And that is exactly what I did. So that is how I first initially moved from just being an educator and shifting into an educator who was an author. So if you are an educator and you know that there's some things that are missing in your books and the things that you see in your classroom, hey, we are creators. We are creative. We are brave and we can do these things and we can provide solutions. All you got to do is step out and do it. All you got to do is step out and do it. And um, that was the very first question that I received. And the second question and one of the other questions that I remember receiving was, um, what were your first steps? How did you actually initially go into becoming an author and for me it was all about finding a book team I had to go and find people that understood what I wanted to see and who understood what I was trying to go forward with and once you find that book team that really fits what you want and really encompasses like your vision and what you want to see you go after it i use a particular company called fiverr it's a freelance company that has individuals that do these things um for you and you just communicate with them on your own terms and on your own basis and i created my own book team i found people that work for me that um got my vision straightforward and it was like a one-stop shop it was such a blessing for me to connect with these individuals um, and go forward with finding my correct and one and only book team that has helped me with all three of my books and I have not changed whatsoever because let me tell you when you find somebody that understands what you want to see visually and what you want to see um, visually consistently consistently visually then you need to stick with them like don't move. Don't go anywhere else. Don't say, oh, I might want to try somebody. No, you stick with the person that can get you the first time. And so that was the first thing I did. I created my book team. And then I had to really think about what I wanted to put inside of my book. Like I really wanted to see, you know, I know I want in my book, I would want to see black and brown children representation matters. So I wanted to make sure I completed a book that was culturally relevant. And with doing that, I also need to make sure I had a focus, a theme that I knew that children um, wanted to actually follow. Because how many of y'all know we got we have had books that we have read and that these books not always kept our attention. So I wanted to make sure that I had a book that had a theme that captured the child from the first time they saw the book. So whatever I wanted to encompass inside the book and include in the book, I put on the cover of the book. So you have to have all your components all together in your mind as you are creating it from day one. Like, And sometimes things change and you have to be okay with changing because I did start off with like two different ideas and <laughs> let me tell you, they didn't, none of them made the cut. So be prepared for change and be flexible with your thought process and give yourself grace to understand that this is your first time, if it is your first time, um, writing a book and doing something different and new. So you don't have all the answers and you have to be able to lean on those that actually are experts in this area. And I connected with Crystal's, um, Crystal Swain Bates, who is an amazing, amazing black author 
who is such an inspiration and mentor to so many um, black authors and so many authors, period. Um, and I joined her group on Facebook. I reached out um, to her via Facebook just to kind of get pointers, but she puts so much information and knowledge out that's so it's free. And go after what is free so that it can help you benefit yourself. So that, well, that's included in what I did first. I found mentorship via Instagram, Facebook, um, and virtually. And then I also connected with those that I knew personally that were authors so that I could lean on them, pull from them, and um, also understand better in a firsthand experience. And so that's what I did. Those are my first steps. I found the people that could help me. And after I did that, it was more of just going, going with the flow going with the flow because the publishing part of the book is very very easy it's nothing hard about it you create your self-publishing account i published through kdp you can publish through england smart sparks or you can um find a different uh independent agency of publishing that you would like to go through but i i chose kdp publishing and it was such an easy step process to where all i had to do was upload my manuscript upload everything that was given to me by my illustrator and everything was there the key thing is making sure you have the right formatting for your self-publishing type of um, platform and um, making sure that you have the correct um, people that know how to do it definitely make sure you have the right person doing it so yeah those are my first few questions that I got that were just constant in my inbox what were your first steps how was the publishing step and um, what were the things that you had to do you need to make sure get your book team and you need to make sure that you find the correct public publishing site that you would like to use um, so that you will know exactly how to operate it and research it before you get to it. So you can know once you're in there what to do and not waiting until you get into the, the platform of whatever publishing site that you would like to use and try to figure it out. It's harder to figure it out on the spot. I promise. Another question that I received was simply, what components are necessary um, when you're writing a children's book? And this is my advice to anybody that's writing a children's book. You have to make it inviting. Do not make boring books. Say it with me. I will not make a boring children's book. And when I say boring, I mean, it has to be inviting from the very start. Like when they pick that book up, you need to make sure that when they're picking that book up, that they are excited as soon as they pick that book up in their hands. They don't need to wonder if this book is going to be colorful, if it's going to be lively, if it's going to include things that they like to see. They need to see those things on the front of your book. And when I say that is one thing that I can say has really been a top seller for me is that when these children and parents pick up my book, the first thing I hear a lot of times is like, oh my God, it's so colorful. It's so bright. And the kids are like, oh, I like her shirt or I like her hair. You've got to make it inviting from the first initial contact. Not that they have to open up the book and turn the page and read the words and say, oh, this is a book I would like to read. You've got to make it inviting. And it starts with the illustrations. And going back to the first part of what I was talking about, making sure you find the correct book team that understands your vision and understands what you would like to see, that is very key. 
because if they don't understand what you have in your mind that you would like to see on those pages, it's going to take you forever in a day to get it right. And that's why it's important that you are communicating with these people that are a part of your book team constantly and showing them examples. Don't leave it up to them to create. You need to show them examples of what you would like to see down to how you want to see your character's eyes look down to see what color you want your characters to wear inside of the book. So that's the first thing. Make your book inviting. Say it with me again. I will not make a boring children's book. (laughs) Please don't. And once you figure out how to make your book inviting, just make sure you pick a theme that is consistent across the whole book. My theme for my book is uh, phonemic awareness. And it's not necessarily with letters that um, you're matching while you're, you know, sitting there reading a book, but it has the impact and it has um, the focal point of letters when you're reading it. So when you're reading a word, words are enlarged so they can see the letters of the alphabet. And my theme is finding letters as you are outside, finding letters wherever you are, and then finding those letter sounds that match. That has been my theme from book one all the way through down to the third book of my activity book. It has not changed because The first book was with um, Walking in Nature. The second book was A Walk in the Phonics Zoo. And then the last book was my activity book. And it put it all together. And every child that read my first book at the end was ready to read my second book. So make it something that is consistent across the board. That is a theme. And you know, as teachers, as educators, we are thematic lesson planning people whatever we feel like we want to teach we try to make sure it connects across the board in every component of instruction so I just literally took my educator's mind and put it inside of being an author so don't neglect your your teacher brain when you're becoming an author if you are a teacher if you are not a teacher tap into the teacher inside of you we are all teachers people don't realize that but we are all teachers we're all able to instruct other people because we are giving them instructions about what we are experts in or what we're familiar in so everybody has a teacher inside of them it's all about if you want to go after it and at this point a lot of people are not we need you i promise we need you come on into the world of being an educator and then last but not least make the story and theme understandable don't make it so complex don't make don't make your book so uh, complicated they, that they stop reading it and the parents stop reading and say well what was that book about again <laughs> or did you understand what that was in the book make it simple make it simple for them to understand and for them to connect with so they understand what is next and the very last question that I always receive is what's next listen I don't know I don't know if I want to continue with children's books but I do know that there is a writer inside me and that there is something that is within me that has helped shift the minds of parents, communities, and families to understand that literacy also has to be culturally driven. Culturally driven. And with that understanding of knowing that not just our society, not just our jobs, not just our workplaces, not just our friendships, but understanding that everything that we touch, everything that we come in impact with or influence with or in connection with 
it needs to be culturally relevant. And because I know that that is something that has to be consistent, I am going to continue to be who I am. And I'm going to continue to find avenues and different pathways to be the educator that makes representation matter makes representation matter and that is my goal as an author to provide a resource for others to understand what my passion is which is to make sure that all children all individuals are represented in anything that anybody picks up they pick up anything that they read that they can see themselves and know that they are important and that they matter so Hey, I hope that this little time that we had together, you got some answers to what made Cherie become an author? What made Cherie connect being an educator to an author? Well, my advice to you, if you are beginning your stages of becoming an author, is take your time, find out what you want to do, and make sure that it is something that you can see through. Because you can't just pick up wanting to be an author and then put it back down. Because once that book comes out, you got to continue to work it because it's not going to work itself. And you got to continue to make it visible in front of other people because nobody knows what you have until you make it visible consistently, consistently. So know that when you become and you start that journey of being an author, it never ends. It's always going. It's always moving. And you have to always find a place for yourself to be present and for yourself to have everything that you want the world to see and what you want to be impacted with what you have. You have to do the work and put in the work and put in the effort for others to see it. So I hope that you got some answers. I hope that you leave motivated to go and start this journey because we need more authors that are Um, cognitive of what is needed in our society and not just for adults but for children they need also the things that we know that we need as adults as well so hey thanks for stopping in with positive moments with the educator i know it's a little different but i hope you got some nuggets and i can't wait to see you next time can't wait to hear from you next time listen if you enjoyed this click the follow button follow me and let's get on to the next episode have a wonderful day Thank you.